Yo, 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 what up, though? Welcome back to the HBCU as Fuck podcast. This is Kyle McClaney, a.k.a. Rolling in the City. And I want to give a shout-out to my young cousin, Kimberly Larkin. She just graduated from Alabama A&M University with a bachelor's in psychology. And That's what's up. Oh, That's what's up. All right, so who we got in here? I hear I hear Asia and Sammy here. Of course, That's you it. already know. Yeah, we in here. My we fam. in here, like swimwear. Um, I know, so no long introduction needed. We are. Hold on, no, nope. <laughs> grand rising, motherfuckers. Grand <laughs> rising, okay. That's right. Asia is in here with her incense burning, y'all. With her incense, burning. y'all smell the patchouli. My crystals are recharged from the full moon. <laughs> the pink moon. Get into it. Get into it. <laughs> I ain't mad at it. As long as the energy is good, it's positive. Yes, and thriving. Do what y'all got to do. <laughs> I said it no moonlight, but you know, I I appreciate those who do. Pass it off. <laughs> oh shoot. So um what y'all been up to the last two weeks? Y'all been all right? Anything new in y'all lives happening? Uh let's see here. Uh no, let no. I got to visit with my crab sister today <laughs> and meet a meet a kid, you know. Um Another HBCU trip. baby. Another HBCU baby. Mm-hmm. And um, that was cool. And uh, it was like a little K-State reunion okay. for a couple minutes. You know, it's COVID, so you can't hang on. Just stand right. outside, kick it for a second. But, uh, you it know, that was the highlight of my... That's it. That's it. <laughs> that was my highlight stuff. I'm not going to Highlights of my last couple weeks. Them, them few minutes you spend with people sometimes is, is like that... That little refresher, it catch you up real quick. I'm gonna say sometimes it recharges. I'm gonna say you don't you don't see it like some people I ain't seen in like three four years. But you know, a homecoming weekend, it'll it'll pick everything back up where we left off. I'm like, okay, I can go another. I don't want to go another two three years, but if it happens, you know, at least we lived it up for the moments. And got, That's right. You gotta make memories while you can. Yeah, definitely. Jump in that moonlight like the crystals. <laughs> you know what. <laughs> All right. right. All right. So let's let's get to the HBC of the week. Uh, we're gonna do Alabama A and M University. My cousin's alma mater. Officially, she just graduated this past weekend. That's what's up. You know what she graduated with? She graduated a bachelor's in psychology. Um, I'm trying to think. That's my only cousin I know that went to Alabama A and M. She's from Birmingham, though. Uh-huh. And she's from the state. So, and I know. Let's see. Alabama A and M was located in what's that Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah. Huntsville. Yep, they were um they're accredited public historically black land grant university. Right. Um, they were funded in 1875. Um, their mascot is a bulldog. Colors are maroon and white. Their current president is Dr. Andrew Hugini. I hope I'm saying his name correctly. I think it's Hugini. <laughs> um, they got like over 50 registered student organizations their motto is service and sovereignty um, you know their athletic program is part of SWAC um, as of 2018-2019 they had uh, like 6,000 students and whatnot. Um, shoot what else nope. you got? one cool fact I know about um, I love a and that we share with um, K-State is that we both call our yard the hill Yes, they were known for being on the hill. Correct. I, I read that. I read that. Yes. So, um, you know, when I've heard them, and I've uh, had some friends graduate from there, and they had referred to the hill, or I see it, like, on their T-shirts or something. I was like, wait a minute. What y'all talking about? Okay. <laughs> but then I seen uh, they do it, too. I mean, our school is also located on the hill. So uh, Yeah. Yeah, that is pretty dope, though. That is. Yeah. So, yeah, that's interesting. And oh. and they're a land grant like us too. <laughs> um, they are their 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 school is a member school of the Third Good Marshall College Fund. Uh-huh. I thought that was pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? Um, what, what, y'all know any celebrities? Uh, Ruben Stutter. Uh, really? Yeah. I did. Look, okay. Yeah, yeah, I did look that up. Um. I looked that up probably a while ago. I remember that one off top. Uh, Don Calloway. And okay. Let's see. 
and John Stallworth. He's a uh, football Hall of Famer from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I was looking up something, and I seen something I guess we can kind of talk about a little bit, too, because it's at a lot of HBCUs. I seen, like, the student-faculty ratio, and it's 20 to 1. And when it comes to HBCUs, you know, they're more – smaller classrooms and, and everything else. And it says 86% of the courses have less than uh, 40, 40 students. So one of the things I like to speak, I want to try to speak on a little bit is like when you do go to HBCUs, you do get that smaller classroom feel, but you do get that one-on-one connection. You do get that, that time spent you can have with your professor and everything. And I think low-key, I think that's pretty dope. And I think we could kind of point that out a little bit because I think some of these students that do – want to go to these classes they don't want to be in these big old seminars with like 500 students and they can't really ask a question or you know don't the professor may not have time because they have so many classes um mm-hmm. i thought that was <clears throat> you know something i guess we could i guess we can start pointing out a little bit because i think i appreciate it that's something i would appreciate knowing that i my- mean there's definitely a benefit um uh, one of the benefits of going to an hbcu um or than a larger school or predominantly white institution is because, um, you know, um, my sibling, my sister went to uh, the University of Michigan, go blue. Yes, and, go um, blue. Uh, go green. <laughs> and uh, I can tell you our, um, our college experience is completely different. I mean, she was one of those people who, you know, you walk into an auditorium with 120 people. And then if you have questions, you don't even actually talk to the professor that's teaching the class you talk to their teacher's assistants and 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 you get you know everybody gets assigned a certain teaching assistant and things of that nature so in certain classes the professor you would never see outside of lecture you know Mm -hmm. and um and that's different because uh you know the smaller class sizes at the hbcu you you know you you book office hours you're gonna see the person who you want to talk to so Mm -hmm. um definitely the uh the faculty to student or staff to student ratio is a important aspect of picking what school you want to go to. If you want a more one-on-one or need a more one-on-one setting to be successful, that's definitely something you want to look at, even within HBCUs, because they're larger ones and they're smaller. Right. So, and I'm about to say, I um, think definitely great point. I'm about to say, I think that is a decent size for me personally. I, I will feel comfortable versus like you know going to one of the bigger schools. Uh, I would just I don't know. I'm just throwing out there like Florida A&M, like they're just a big big school and everything, so they might have those big seminar classes you might have to get into. You may not have those, those, they, you might have those moments too where you can get to your professor, but I'm sure it's going to be not the, it's going to be very rare moments like that. So, um, another thing about Alabama A&M, they're part of the, what's the, um, the classic, the Magic City classic? Oh Magic yeah. Magic City classic, yeah. Oh yeah. Against their I've, state rivals, Alabama State University. Yep, yep. I've never been, but, I'm trying to go one year. Yeah, they say they hold in Birmingham, Alabama. It's on the classic checkoff list for me too. Yeah, uh-huh. that, yeah, I haven't been to that. That's one I definitely want to go to. Yeah, they be they be live up in there. I be seeing all the videos every year. Is is never a letdown. I don't think so. <laughs> As y'all know, we ban here, so we definitely check out the footage every year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to see who had the best field show and all that good stuff, man. It's all a matter of opinion, but I think kind of shout out to both schools because y'all show up and show out every year, and, and um, we do definitely enjoy watching and look forward to um, the Magic City Classics and any HBCU Classic period. So I know um, we're gonna have to dive into that. I feel like definitely, every year but, uh, when each when each school goes to band camp, like their whole motive is okay. So what are we doing for Magic City this year? Like <laughs> they don't worry about nothing else but Magic City because yeah. they just bring it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's definitely a good time in the HBCU world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more so if anybody want to go to an HBCU classic, that's one that's definitely happening every year and definitely going to be a good time. Must say, yeah, we do put like we do stress, you know, the homecomings, which is a big thing too. But them classics is a big thing too. Them classics don't like don't get it like don't get it messed up. Like them, them classics are just as big as a homecoming. As, yeah, yeah, homecoming. You go back to your home to. To um to recharge and refresh, as we said before. But those classics are are a good time to eat, just enjoy some good old fashioned HBCU culture, no matter where you're at. Yep. You know, from the and college of, to the yeah. mm-hmm. 
to mm-hmm. the to the pre party, to the tailgate, yeah. all that. Just network. Yeah. All mm-hmm. that. It's more than just a football game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all that. So it's if you have one in your city or nearby, definitely go out and support. Um, because we want to keep them coming and going because they're definitely a good time and important part of the culture. And the food's good. Okay. And the food's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and since we're talking about classes, y'all, I got to mention the uh, classic in the Midwest that's coming this fall, August 28th. That is KSU, home team, versus our rival, CSU, right here in Columbus, Ohio. It's going to be a good time. (laughs) It's going to be a good time, you know. Um, Those in here in Columbus, we definitely going to show up and represent. And uh, so y'all come on out. Uh, Come come holler at me. We're going to be there. So, uh, yeah. Classic season is coming upon us. I can't oh, wait. Green and gold, green and gold, yeah, green say, yeah, and gold. When you come look oh, for the green and gold, gold school. Just sit on that side. Green and gold. Right, good, sit on yeah. our side. You're going to have a great time. Sit on our side. Not the other side. But the other side. <laughs> shout out to CSU, too. <laughs> shout out to CSU. Real shout out to KSU. <laughs> All right, come on, Bridge, because we're coming right in middle day territory. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm loud, but I can't do it all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's jump uh, jump into our HBCU bands, do a better segment. This is the segment where we're going to show off the HBCU bands. We're going to do Alabama a- a- Alabama A&M, excuse me. And the song I put up is I Think I Love Her.
They're very balanced, though. It like you ain't had that one section that made you go right. Yeah, and that was Alabama A and M playing Gucci Mane. I think I love him. Ubers. Yeah, that's my jam. I rocked with it. They had my hair bopping. And that was in 2019, so... Plus, in the, uh, in the caption, they say great audio, which it is, though. They sound good, though, in general. Uh, yeah, yeah. I definitely want get to get to one of them classes and definitely, like, just stand in front of them or at least just... At least be in the stadium, at least shit. Because that, yeah. that was loud, though. <laughs> we got to make it. That's on the to-do list. Yeah, we're going to get there. Live from Magic City. <laughs> All right, so since you know, I did earlier I did a shout out to my cousin Kimberly, aka KJ. Oh, she's also a Delta at um, Alabama A and M. Okay, right. right. So shout out to them. Um, she was busy. All right now. Mm-hmm. So what's her number? Mm, I don't know. You know. I don't. I don't okay, know. That's I'll okay. I'll look that up in a second. <laughs> but um. Since we are on, well, since I was talking about her, it's, it's graduation time. It's the beginning of May. It's around that time where they do graduations at HBCUs. You guys are great. Shout gra- out to you guys our alma mater. Yes, shout out to our alma mater right quick. Um, they commencement's coming up real soon. I think it's uh, this weekend, May 7th, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Yes, it's May 7th. And um, their speaker is... Lamon Rucker, Layman Rucker. Mm-hmm. Y'all know who I'm talking about? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, I know who you're talking and, about. Um, and then their musical guest is Kelly Price. Okay. Okay. Lamont Rucker is, uh, for everybody else's reference, um, he was Jill Scott's husband on uh, Why Did I Get Married? Yes, and he was on Greenleaf, too. Was and he was on Greenleaf. Yeah, he was the. Uh, <laughs> The, uh, the son, the older yes, son. Yes, the older son. Yeah. Yeah. So actor and motivational speaker. What's his name again, Asia? Lamar Rucker. That's it. <laughs> I'm anxious to hear Kelly Price because that's my girl. I mean, no, have, okay, so tell me, about, is this their first musical guest they ever had? Because I don't... No, no, last year they had... Um, who was that? Chrisette, was it Chrisette Michelle? <laughs> No, that was the year before. Okay, who they just had last year? Uh, she's from Kentucky. She's from Shelbyville. Yeah. Um, um, Kiki Wyatt. Kiki Wyatt. Yeah, because she took him to church. Okay. She mm-hmm. took him to church. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so it's been really, um, yeah, they had a lot of great musical guests here lately. So yeah, you know, President uh, President Breezy Brown be. Um, Hooking the breads up. It's home. been a very modern celebration for graduation these last yes. since, since he's been in um, since his tenure, and yeah. I appreciate the upgrades yes. because mine was stern and sterile. <laughs> and if anybody did anything out of line, the president was stopping the ceremony. Okay, not having nothing, no blow horns, no. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna say. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about these moments, like you know, like the the. The different types of graduations that you have. Let's talk about okay, yours. Well, I talk very yeah. traditional. <laughs> uh, pomp and circumstance. Uh, the musical guest was uh, uh, the choirs <laughs> <laughs> and whoever they decided to get a solo to that year, uh-huh. and uh, that was that. So, so they kept it on. But I mean. With that. <laughs> No, yeah, I mean we it had a civic center. Yeah, don't talk about well entertainment wise. They kept everything on campus. Like you getting your KSU choir. Oh. If you want to solo, you oh, gonna get yeah. somebody Correct. from the KSU choir. Right. Yeah. And our speakers were always very, very, very distinguished. Not very popular, but were very distinguished. You know, uh, philanthropists, right. humanitarians, um, right. things of that nature. Uh, but weren't really, uh, you know, famous speakers from Hollywood and such. But they, I mean. They did. They did excellent. Um, but um, you know, our president was a traditionalist, and uh, she. I mean, we had to almost protest for Greeks to wear a shawl. 
Mm. <laughs> you know, because she like didn't like how that looked. You know, so it was just, uh, eh, it was graduation. I mean, we did what we had to do. This is what we did, you know. And you did what you wanted we to do happy at that to be point there. too. I've seen people yeah. get to step as soon as they got on stage. They ain't care. They're like, what you gonna do? Put me yeah. out. This is what I came here to do. I just want to get my stuff yeah. and everything. That's exactly. how I felt. Because I went to, uh, Asia, what year did you come out? Um, 2017. I went to... I think that was your graduation and um my girlfriend was coming out that same year but one thing i kind of like just felt when i went there i'm like you know what like if we get put out like i don't care like i already cheer for the person i need to cheer for i'm gonna wait on them outside anyway so this you kind of speeding up my whole <laughs> process anyways uh-huh. so like i kind of feel some of the people like most people like bringing blow horns signs cheering like that's a lot of money stress and all that stuff they don't put into like getting that child through school I mean- I get both sides of it because, like, you yelling, and then the next person's name is called, and they can't hear it, and then their family missed that moment. So, I mean, like, you got to keep it to a respectable couple of seconds. Yeah, I'm about to say that. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. I wouldn't go overboard. Not, not, no, but there's always a crew that's going to go 15 <laughs> minutes. Always. And then they're going to run all the way down the stands, and okay. then they're going you were like, oh, okay. Okay, time out. So since we talking about that. But like, I will wait, though. <laughs> I, I already had a plan. Did you I'm just... waiting. I'm going to tell the speaker to wait. Hold on. Just like this. <laughs> okay, said All right. Now we can go. We ain't getting all. You're going to listen to my name. Did you see the And dad? I don't want nobody else thinking they're getting my applause, neither. You... <laughs> all right, I'm done. You need yours. Yeah. No, you need yours. I feel that. I need mine. I need mine. Did you see the dad that flipped over? A few years ago. <laughs> oh, no. Flipped over the railing. And flipped back no. up. No. Flipped back up. Hey, Joe, you, no, you had to see it. <laughs> no, I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. But that was a journey. <laughs> I wouldn't go that overboard. That, that's what you don't do at graduations. Yeah. I mean, I get it. In the high, in the high school, for some, I... But the high school I went to, I understand why that was happening. <laughs> but, uh, you know, at, at college, everybody got, I mean, shit, everybody got to get their time. Man, just don't take it over, boy. Everybody, you get a, a, a whole, like, what, 10 seconds? I'll, I'll just give it I five. Think. Just give me five. Like, you feel me? You ain't gotta, we ain't got to do all that. Just give me a, a nice little woo. You feel me? Love you and all that stuff. I guess I'm different. I mean, let lay the red carpet down for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> paparazzi ready, spotlight. I mean, yeah, because some people, I mean, know, your journeys, yeah, depending on like, I do it depend on the I, journey. See, I I that journey. That's what I think about. Yeah, yeah. it's my journey. Yeah. Like, no, I get it. But some I'm tears. Saying. <laughs> like some rules are broken like they say you ain't supposed to stop and take pictures when you get that to yeah of course everybody gets that I mean, okay you know, stuff like that <laughs> but i'm talking about um i don't see backflips i don't see uh, it's just there. the air horn <laughs> it's the air horn i don't no, you, let them boys you, got them you can do whatever you want to do on stage you can just everybody name get called that air horn got like three seconds bro why 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 like no let that go no but um yeah not at the end no but that's yeah. when everybody go live right go crazy i think everybody should yeah, give them their time and everything but i do think you should that's why i say like you know like five to seven seconds you feel me somewhere everybody get off or you know when people know how to calm it down people be acting like they don't know how to calm the crowd down like you got a microphone you the loudest person in here talk like come on uh, well, see, yeah, that's a double-edged sword, too, because that's when my president used to get clowned. She used it. Oh, hold on. Hold on for a second. Oh, like, come on. No, lady, you make you taking this longer than you need to be. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're in a band and it's not your graduation, but you got to go to every one. <laughs> I hated you that. You can't leave school. It was part over. of a grade, yeah. School already yeah, over. School been over. <laughs> Yep. You gotta play graduation for your final grade. What? <laughs> Everybody going on what? Friday. Like, what you gotta do? I gotta play for graduation on Saturday. I'm like, you still here? 
Mm-hmm. Traveling back on Saturday after graduation, bro. The worst. But um, I'm trying to think what else about graduations that you see. Um, I feel like at an HBCU graduation, that's the only time where... Because um, I've been to University of Michigan graduation for my, my baby sister. They didn't do all of that. <laughs> they didn't do all of that. Did anyone try? Of course, nah, you know, you got, some, you got some black families who, you know, tried to, you feel me, but they cut that off. <laughs> like, they come on the mic, <laughs> cut that off. <laughs> Did they have, like, a public service announcement, or they just kept rolling with the, the ceremony? They, they just kept rolling with oh. the ceremony. It's like they, they over-talked. <laughs> I will say, um, when my sister graduated from U of M, the, uh, she... Had the, the well, her commencement speaker was Barack Obama, the Ooh. president of the United States. Nice, so, but uh, won't know walking across no stages and shaking no hands at that graduation. Okay, <laughs> it was uh, he spoke, everybody stood up, crossed their tassels, and boom. But uh, their graduation is so big, though, like they do their like, uh, they had it's like a whole week. They have different commencements that they do, like for their department. Yeah, like, yeah. and that's when they actually right. kind of walk the stage and stuff like that. But the actual big ceremony, um, ain't no walking across the stage like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's no, what I which went I appreciate. Smaller one. Yeah, I went to the yeah. smaller one. Yeah. I appreciated it. Because <laughs> <So I'm laughs> like, the whole time I'm like, so we want to sit here for all. Okay. Well, you look at all them names. <laughs> Any all type of names. That's what I was about. Listen, I'm they got a catalog. Every letter, every letter. Who lettered last yeah. name? Like, well, come on. Who last name start they with They program X? is a fucking catalog. I'm like, damn. When I got that thing. magazine, that <laughs> Ebony magazine. <laughs> <laughs> you so stupid. I almost passed out. I said, oh, this all day, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Where the snacks? Is there an admission? <laughs> Yeah, well, this is University of Michigan, so I gotta be efficient. <laughs> wow! No, I feel, I feel they bad. just must walk. I feel they bad just for the walk as they rename. Look at like I'm yeah. telling you, I'm McClenny, so I'm yeah. just sitting in the middle. Y'all. Yeah, Lauren was yeah, because we were tiners, so yeah, <laughs> y'all in the end, y'all here to the end. One thing though, even in high school and K State though, it's, it goes by department, so that's cool. My high school went by last name. Oh, no. We went by counselor in high school. We went by last name in high school. But in case they went by uh, department. Mm -hmm. Yeah, y'all did. It was just, I don't know. Graduations are just long. It's just like, I don't know. Just the sitting, sitting down and just, I don't know. I'm glad like a lot of, uh, like you said, Kentucky State, they're having like a, more upbeat graduation, something to keep, I, I don't mm-hmm. know, it seems like something to keep you interested while you're sitting there. At least you ain't just sitting there in a dry ceremony. Well, the, the ones here lately have been upbeat. Like, I watched them. I, <laughs> yeah, I, this I, one's going to be a Zoom, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watch them because they've been broadcasting them and they've been live. Um, So, y'all what's up to do <laughs> next week to do it to the graduation because you're going to have a good time. I'm definitely gonna do it. I wanna see Kelly. See what she's talking about. That's one thing. She can she can sing. She can sing her ass off. I love her. Hey, so did y'all hear about the the HBCUs, the uh what is it, the AUC? Uh, all the pretty much all the HBCUs in the Atlanta network right there. Did you hear about them requiring their students to have the vaccine for next fall? Hell yeah. Yes, oh, wow. So that's Morehouse, Spellman, Clark Atlanta, and Morris Brown? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I do feel <laughs> like it's public choice, but <laughs> if you choose not to get that vaccine, then you publicly choose not to go to that school. <laughs> I mean, they require, I, I don't know. I work in healthcare, so I'm pro-vaccine. I know a lot of um, people in our culture are not, and I understand why. I get it. Um, I had to make that decision, and um, I, I didn't have uh, a quarantine period. I'm about to look up real quick. I'm going to see if any other, I'm going to see if any PWIs are requiring this because 
So I didn't have to work from home or anything like that. Just get a black, just get a black school or something. A requirement. I mean, I mean, hopefully it's all the schools in Georgia. But then again, you know, the COVID numbers in the African-American community are substantially higher, so they could just be taking that precaution, too, you know? Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the teaching population is probably high with, I mean, they're at higher risk than what the students are. And I'm probably thinking that's who... Um, if I was a university president, you got to think about all of those factors. You got to think the students, you got to think about the faculty and the staff, because mm-hmm. if you take out all the faculty and staff, who's going to teach these classes? Mm-hmm. And um, if they, if their culture is anything like mine and my university experience, and all, all of my professors are old <laughs> and uh, got conditions and things of that nature, family and stuff to go back to. So, um, do you feel like these buildings are old? Ain't the most ventilated. <laughs> uh, you feel like they're gambling with they, the amount of students they have, though. Like, cause you feel me, like, cause Morris Brown, you feel me, like they're just like you feel me getting their accreditation back and just opening back up. I feel like I ain't gonna say like they need everyone they can have. I'm sure they'll get a good amount to go there, but I feel like that's kind of I won't say it's kind of like putting like I won't say hindering their numbers, but you know, a lot of people. I, you got people I, well, that's for one thing, I don't tonight. think. Yeah, I don't think it's going to handle their numbers because out of the uh, four schools in that area, though, Morris Brown is the only public one. The other ones are private and um, are more expensive and harder to get in. So, shoot. Yeah, if I was Morris Brown, I would take those precautions, Um, you know. But uh, the other ones, because they are harder to get in, they have a steady alumni base and everybody, they are popular schools from across the country, and they can – you know, they know exactly how many students they're going to have on campus. So, yeah, I think it's, I mean, you know, you can't have more than 10 people in the room right now. I was about to say, I don't think it's going to cut back from them having those online classes, though. You know what I'm saying? On, yeah. Online programs. But well, in order to have homecomings and things like that and large group gatherings. Now that's I, where you're going to have your issue. Yeah. You know, um, and then they're going to go to nightclubs. You, you want to have Greek life. You want to have football mm-hmm. games. You want to have athletics. I think factoring all those things in, I do think it would be safer for the student population to be vaccinated than not vaccinated. Um, but if for some reason, you know, I think for a compromise, you know, the president and the health experts have been putting out that, you know, they feel like um, we should be okay around July 1. I think they should wait till then to make that decision. Because the vaccine is now, you know, it's, it's, it's everywhere. You can get it. So I would say wait till July 1 before they come down with the mandate. But I would let them, yeah, keep the students informed and say, hey, we're more than likely going to lean this way, so it was best to be prepared. But, um, you know, on July 1, they say, hey, all right, by August something, something, you didn't be fully vaccinated. So it's still up for debate. I thought they are. I thought they made the decision to do so. No. Oh, uh, they probably already did. And <coughs> that's, that's, that's the I approach saying. I would have took. That's the approach I would have took. But, you know, hey, to each his own. I'm not an agency president. But, uh, you know. But that's what they feel they need to do to keep the universities afloat. I guess they're still I'm talking about it because it says they are making, so it ain't. It hasn't said it's mandated yet, but I, I guess it's still oh, okay. the making. Yeah, and, 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 but it's a hard decision to make because you're asking people to. You're forcing a decision on people, but I mean they do it in schools, public school systems. You know, we all had to turn in our shot records to go to elementary school in the public setting, so it's not far fetched. Yeah, but also speaking of uh, Atlanta universities and all that good stuff, um, I was also just flickering through the news and I ran across an article about Morehouse and the uh, racial treat um, tension and the treatment that they got at a debate um, tournament here last week. They brought uh, 
you know, it's a major debate tournament. They've won a couple of times. I know you've heard it throughout the news. Um, that brings the universities from all the way from Ivy League schools to HBCUs that you see more houses in there um, together and they debate topics and, you know, in true debate style. Um, well, over this past weekend, um, the Morehouse ran into a uh, the University of Hawaii thing, uh-huh. and um, they they were faced with bigotry. Um, the University of or the U of H team was mocking them. You know, when they were referencing their responses and stuff, they were changing their voices to try to act or sound like you know thugs or black men or <gasps> or whatever. Uh-huh. What? Yeah, so they- mm-hmm. and saying. Uh, so they started talking Ebonic slang and all that stuff, pretty much. Yeah, do, doing stuff like that, you know. Okay. Um, and, um, you know, just making uh, comments. Um, and the team have, has admitted that in the past, they have run into it before, and they just felt like this time, especially right now, with the state of the country in, they need to make a stand and not take it anymore. Um, one of the gentlemen interviewed even mentioned how one time in a debate, and while he was representing a four-year college and university, uh, one of his opponents even said that they do not believe that uh, black men can uh, succeed at a four-year college and university. Mm. Like, that's one of their arguments. They say stuff like that to get under their skin and to try to get them knocked off whatever their point is that they're debating, you know? Yeah, so, uh-huh. this time they decided to take a stand and they withdrew from the tournament. Um, because of that, um, many colleges and universities taking a stand with them. Of course, Spelman, because, um, you know, they were one of the first to stand up. As, right. You know, they're, they're unified. Um, we had also on the list Clemson University, Vanderbilt, Harvard, Yale, Regis University, and the University of Vermont. With all of these teams pulling out, it shut the tournament down. That's what's And it caused them to have a discussion. And it turned into a, um, a panel or a or open talk about the um, the racial and the bigotry that the Morehouse team has faced, and how it has been in the debate debate world for a long time, and while it continues to be allowed, um, the Morehouse team also was upset. Well, not a, well, more disappointed with the tournament advisors and the judges because they have also allowed this type of treatment and stuff to go on for so long without any penalties to the team that are doing that has done it. So. That's what caused them not because they felt like they were going to win the match anyway, mm-hmm. you know. But that's what caused them to want to take a stand and remove themselves from the um, the tournament because not only were they being faced with it from the opposing team from the University of Hawaii, but it was being allowed by the tournament officials. Um, so that was heartbreaking to hear. I, I'm glad that the other schools decided to take a stand with them and they were able to have a talk about it and um, hopefully in the future. Um, the tournament officials have have a protocol or something in place to deal with um, deal with that you know the racial tensions in that environment and make it a place where everybody can just compete and talk about the topics at hand. Mm-hmm. Um, it had gotten so petty that the opposing teams were using Disney stories to um, in their arguments versus you know real life. Oh. Um, disparities of different races that you know the Morehouse team is using so and they were winning these points so it was just um they were in, discouraged by the whole situation and um are these the best on um, YouTube like can we can we listen to them I've seen them in the past and I'm pretty sure they're public so um I, I'm this is I haven't had time but this is has, has sparked my interest so I want to definitely look into it a little further. Wow, so. me too. Like, dang. Yeah, this is my <laughs> yeah. first time hearing this. Ever. The audacity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Must say, so, um, this has happened, I think, earlier this week or late last week, but um, definitely check it out. And, um, you know, hopefully it has at least brought, I mean, we know they're talking about it now, so, you know, at least in that area, again, we can see some change. Yeah, spread the word about that. Yeah, I, that's my first time hearing about it, <clears throat> and I'm mm-hmm. in the HBC mm-hmm. network. You feel me? So it's like, yeah, we definitely got to spread that out a little bit more. Cause, um, one, it's just go- it's cool to see like the other schools unified with it, just because they just that's unacceptable. See all the other schools pull out, and for them to be able to shut it down, that lets you know it's power in, you know, numbers pretty much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean. Glad to see the support. 
And um, just pray for positivity, y'all. Yeah. That's all we can do. I'm just it's say, crazy out here. Yeah, I'm about, to, I'm about to go to the This Is Not HBC related segment. And I know um, a couple of things was, you feel me, it has to do with like the you know the racial tension in the world still. But it's a, a little upbringing one a little bit. We got the George Floyd verdict um, with last since the last time we spoke. So yeah, do y'all feel justice was served? That's my first question. It's a start. I can honestly say it was a start. But for me, being in Columbus, Ohio, it was short lived because um, I I don't know. Um, because as soon as that happened, um, we had a young lady here who was uh, 15 years old who got shot by the police, um, you know, within hours of the George Floyd verdict. Um, Minutes. I, I, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. I have um, lived in Columbus, Ohio for a short time, and I have seen... Um, <clears throat> It is a lot of death of uh, African-American people by the hands of the police shooting deaths. And um, it's very unfortunate. Not all of them get national attention. Many of them have in the last year or so. But um, that was one of the one things I warned, you know. know, Please shoot first and ask questions later. Um, That's what I was told here from the Black people in the community. And, um, you know, this year during this election, um, they decided to have a task force to look into it of civilians and things of that nature. But, um, you know, um, unfortunately, I don't even think it has even had a chance to even be put together or is in the very beginning phases of it being put together. And they have had at least three or four more instances of cases of that honestly need to be looked into. So I'm not saying it's right or wrong or have a, I'm, not putting my opinion out there, but I can just tell you that there is a lot of death, shooting deaths by police in this city, and it's unfortunate. Oh. Saying, yeah, you right there in Columbus, so you right there, you in there with the people, yeah. you, you know firsthand what's going on. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's tough. Yeah, so what was the tough. other one um, that's going on right now? Last name is Brown. Um, what's his name? There's just so many. Uh, there's so many of them. Yeah, that's. It's, it's, or no, Ahmad Arbery. Yeah, yeah. Is that who? It's, I think his um, the trial the people who killed him were up for trial too, and okay. um, he got a uh, sentence. Not sentence. Excuse me. He has a verdict for. He had a verdict as well, and I think it was um he was found guilty. Okay. I don't know exactly what the charges were. And I, I mean again, that was another plus, but we have so much work to do. So I mean, much. for every plus, um, you know, every step forward we seem to be taking two back. But um I am I am grateful that I am grateful for those two cases and for those to come. So Yeah. I want to say yeah. I, I'm grateful for a little bit of light. Um, me personally, like I feel like it shouldn't have took that much. You feel me? Like I understand, you know, as black people, you know, we gotta do the most just to get our point proven and everything. But it's like we really had to. I mean, even though we had uh COVID and everything, it's still I still feel like the NBA and everybody else would have still had to be in support of and all that stuff just for everything to get just put out there. Like the I can't breathe shirts had to get put out again and everything, and certain people had to use their platforms just to you know get the point across, and for people to you know at least think about making the right decision, and I'm, you know I'm glad they did, but you know I just I don't know I'm grateful, but at the same time it's like you know I'm still bittersweet a little bit. It's like I don't feel a type of way about how long it took. It shouldn't have took that long. Clear, it was clear yeah. as day what happened, especially when you had like a clear as day video. If it there was no investigation. Like everyone can see what happened. Yeah. But that's just my opinion. So you feel me? Like I ain't feel me trying to just say that's all how we all feel and everything. But that's just how I'll just look at that situation. But um, but yeah, like yeah, like you said, minutes after we got the verdict and everything, you had the thing on, uh, had the shooting in Columbus, and I, you know, 
at this point, what do you feel? What do you feel like on? A, I don't know. A, I won't even say a suggestion. Like, what do you feel like the police need to be doing at this point? Like, not saying what they need to do, but what do you feel needs to happen at this point? Because <clears throat> so, I don't. I'm <laughs> retraining. Do you think? Disarming. I'm gonna say disarming, but you know, like I don't know. At this point, it's just it's too much to handle. At this point, like I mean, I work with people on. too, and here's the thing: people, people can <laughs> you can everybody keep yelling. I guess retraining, but I mean, you know, I, I'm a leader, and what I do professionally outside of this, and I know you can only train those who want to be trained. Exactly. If, some, if somebody don't want to learn something, don't want to do it, they're just not gonna do it. And um, and some and you got to cut ties with some people sometimes, unfortunately, because this is just not their ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we got a lot of cops that's just not their ministry because they don't want to police everybody; they just want to police some people, mm-hmm. or they and they don't or they don't want to serve the community. They just want to serve to they want to serve to just be um, you know, serve to do what they want to do. It's their yeah. yeah, and so. I, I mean, my thing is, I mean, I don't know what level of education or anything that you have to be a cop, but I do know. Uh, I don't know. They need to re- rethink the whole thing. Yeah. Because it's, 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 uh, it's, uh, it's not working quite how they expect it to. And I don't know. And and then also, honestly, y'all, the public got to take some responsibility too. Because, I mean, you know, the average person that want to be a cop right now, it's a lot of uh, people that probably shouldn't be cops because they don't have the uh, they shoot person ask less questions later because they more they afraid of the public. <laughs> so like, and I, I'm not talking about black people or white people or anything. I'm just saying, like people in general, their mentality. People in general, yeah, yeah their mentality. Um, I feel like it should wrong. be some type of mental test job. or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yearly, shit, dinner, yeah. every six months. Yeah, like a maybe they need to do a rotation about people in the in the field. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Maybe you can only do so many field hours a week because mm-hmm. of the stress level of the mm-hmm. position or. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's different. It's so many different ways that they can approach it. Um, I feel like that's a good thing right there is to get the mental state of a lot of these cops. Yeah. I feel like certain things that um, you get pulled over for, you should no longer get pulled over for them. For instance, like if your tags are expired or if you got a busted tail light, just, just send a ticket through the mail. You feel me? Like they got them lights in the in them little speedometers or whatever, where you know you passing through and they tr- they track your freaking uh, license plate right. and they send you a, a ticket in the mail. So why not for certain counts that are that you they really don't have to pull you over for? They just go uh, ahead they, and just send a ticket. They can hit you with a little uh, a little gun or something, and it didn't come yeah. in. Yeah, like that. That's a start with some. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, well, I mean, I feel like they should update their technology in different ways. I don't want to see the police defunded or disarmed. I don't think they should be disarmed because, you know, shit, it's the real world out here. Mm-hmm. Okay. They probably <laughs> waiting. I, somebody probably waiting for the United States to go through all this and then boom, we get hit yeah. with some shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, the military like, ain't going to be disarmed. It's going to be the, you know, it's going to be some, be some but I, th- I think they should like I don't know. I, I, instead of disarming, they should definitely mandate with some of the fine stuff. You know what I'm saying? All right, well, we're not going to disarm, but I do feel like y'all need to spend a certain amount of money in new technology. They can do stuff like that. I, you know, uh-huh. just uh-huh. they just got to rethink about their old processes. And, you know, unfortunately with police, they're, it's an old system, so it's hard for old systems and stuff like that to change. And so whoever is going to have to be, you know, that's the hard thing about it. And every system act different. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you know, so with every city. 
And that's how the United States is set up. So, hey. Hey, Zoe. Time out. I had to take head Zoe real quick. Zoe over here. She needs some shine real quick. Hey, Zoe. Hey, girl. She's so intrigued, too. Mm -hmm. Say hey, y'all. Say hi. Okay, whatever. <laughs> she nodded her head. That's cool. Uh, okay, this kind of HBC related. Um, just some, just I thought of. You ever had like your day plan to on campus? Like, just think about to think about to your campus days where you had to get your day taken care of. You had class. You had to get something to eat. You might have to register for classes. You might have to go to take care of financial aid. So, how? My question is: You ever had your day plan and you get to financial aid, and that just excuse me, Zoe, it fucks it up. The whole the whole bursars, uh, not the bursars, but just ASB in general. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like you know, if you go the like, whole building, <laughs> if you know it's gonna be like a okay, timeout, if you know you're gonna be some shit at financial aid, are you going at the beginning of the day or the end of the day? Beginning. Sorry, like eight, seven. It as soon as they eight. open, okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the hallway at 7:45, waiting for them to get the gate. Yes. Okay, so how many times have you walked back out of there with nothing accomplished? Plenty of times. Oh, that's plenty sad. of times. Mm -hmm. That's sad. Plenty of times. But you got. Sad. You got to wear them down at our school. I'm back again. They was like, well, "What do you expect us to do?" I don't know. Let's open up and talk about it. Okay. <laughs> let's 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 try to find a different route today. Yeah, let's start <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, I've had, I'm gonna be here till I, no, mm -hmm. I had I had them walks out of uh financial aid. You, you think you got your day planned? I I think one time I went at the end of my day. I had a good day and everything, about to get ready, uh, go to the calf and all stuff. And then you go to financial aid, forgot what oh. it was, found out some depressing news. I didn't want to go to the calf no more. It was like one of them things. <laughs> like it, it it made you almost depressed because some people do get them the stories like. Yeah, you owe money, or yeah, you got to leave school. Mm. Or yeah, you're not graduating. Yeah. yeah, you're not graduating. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the only building I don't miss on campus, just to put it that way. Hey, I don't even like having to take classes in there every once in a while. I'm like, I ain't going in there. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it, it is some moments in there. You seen people wild out in there too. They get get to cussing and and throwing shit and getting all mad at the people. Like I, like some of the stuff is is it's get crazy in there. And that's just the staff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you so stupid. <laughs> I had to. Oh, I called man. my mom one time. She had to show up. It was so sad too. Like I was trying to take care of business and not get my mother involved, but I was like. I like for some reason I think I had a bill or something I couldn't get books or something or my book voucher or something like that and it was just not going whatever was was not going through and I don't went probably like three times prior to this as soon as my mom pulls up a week later um the lady we walk in the lady knows my name so we didn't even check in or nothing like she just knows who we are my papers at the top of the file all of a sudden everything and it's almost like I just wasted my mother's time made me look like a fool I'm like, hey, I didn't. I, I can give you some That's gas. I give you some gas money. I want like, I'll, if I don't need one of these books, I will give you some gas money. <laughs> That's kind of how it works. But yeah, that, that's yeah, I'm depressed now. <laughs> I say, yeah, that's a whole like, but I, I no, that's a whole separate episode though. I ain't gonna keep it there because like financial aid is a whole separate episode. <laughs> just talking about that, just them, them ins and outs. Um. Registration. The whole process is terrible. Yeah, that's long. Yeah. But you learn something about yourself. Yeah. You learn about patience. <laughs> how much you got. You learn how much you got. <laughs> uh, they teach you how to be prepared. Uh -huh. By the time I got to my second and third one, I came with my whole life. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Came with my whole life. I had my mama on hold. <laughs> and, uh, you know, listen. <laughs> Y'all ain't gonna keep on telling me no. I'm just gonna keep on coming like, back. Well, you need this. I'd be like, hold on. They'd be like, no, you can find no. I'm here today, ma'am. Mm -hmm. It's a long list. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna find this paper before I leave because I can't do this line again. Mm -hmm. Three hours. All right. So, 
Last couple things before we get out of here. Uh, any new music y'all listening to? No, but I'm waiting DJ for Khaled this, uh, that Oh, yeah, DJ Khaled. <laughs> sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> Listen. So, that's what's been on. Um, I'm still trying to find my favorite song because it's one, it's, again, you just put it on and then I forget. It's, I'll just be listening and moving. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's what I'm listening to currently. Hey, Cole and Kendrick supposed to be coming out. Okay. I'm hearing the rumors about that. I'm I'm anticipating that. <laughs> Highly That's anticipating. And uh, any t- any TV shows, movies, anything good to watch? Yeah. I just finished Snowfall. I'm kind of mad. I Don't tell me. I've I been mad since. Uh, I've been watching it, but I'm just gonna say I've been mad since the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, that show kind of do piss you off a little bit. I've been mad since the interview, and I ain't gonna hold it for people. But if y'all know about the interview <laughs> and the article, oh, yeah, I've yeah. been pissed off. Yeah, I've been watching the show mad ever since. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it it don't get no better because I stay with that kind of mindset a little bit. It kind of lighten up, but I'm like, I'm still mad. Like, mm-hmm. Are they renewed for another mm-hmm. season? You know what? I haven't even heard. I can't but they usually that. don't release that to the end. Mm-hmm. I feel like I heard that's they were renewed show. for two season, two other seasons. I think this was one of them, I think. But I don't know. It was a lot of shows that was coming out during COVID. So it could be any show at this point. Uh, I watched that more to combat. I didn't check it out. I didn't watch that too. What you th- it was all right. It was all right. Is it more backstory ish or is it no um no it's not it was a lot of action a lot of girl a lot of blood but it was just it was all right (laughs) and then come to find out it's supposed to be a trilogy yes most definitely you know okay it's it would never top the, the 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 first original one of course but it's supposed to be a trilogy from what i'm hearing so We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, but check it out. It was all right. I mean, it wasn't bad, you know what I'm saying? But it was all right. Zoe liked it. I was about to say, what's Zoe be watching? <laughs> Zoe, what you watch? Zoe watched Mickey Mouse House Club. Or what is it? Mickey Mouse Clubhouse right now? For the kids. Yeah, for the HBCU babies. And uh, she watched Fantasia the other day, and she actually enjoyed it, y'all. Hmm. Mm-hmm. She didn't make years. it to the movie. And the sensory. She didn't make it to um the the, the walking broom part, but <laughs> she fell asleep on that part. Thank you, babe. I must say, yeah, that's a couple things I gotta think about too is like I got a, a baby on the way and I'm trying to think I don't even know what shows <laughs> kids and babies watching everything. Yeah, I'll send you a list. They gotta Sesame Street. I just gotta <laughs> look look, I'm gonna ask about old shit. Yeah, Sesame Street's still around. I don't know about Barney. That's but Sesame Street is definitely still around. It ain't the same, but... Mm. Mm. Well, I hope my fish don't like TV. <laughs> you still we ain't it? supposed to be getting this right. We ain't supposed to be getting this fish. I can't commit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't commit right to now. a date. It's just a thought. Yeah. <laughs> One day I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna go get it. But yeah. it'll happen when it happens. If nothing else, y'all, we're gonna get out of here. Um, I wanna thank y'all for joining me tonight. Well, thank you for having me as always. I enjoyed myself. Always a pleasure. Time. Always a pleasure. And once again, shout out to my cousin Kimberly Larkin from Graduate for Alabama AM. And All shout right. out to Alabama AM University. For, for those who are into, I'm about to say for those who are interested, just make sure you go and visit their website at www.aamu.edu for more information on the requirements. And if nothing else, we're gonna sign out. We'll check out check out on the next episode. Till next time. Deuces. <laughs>